Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Put your, uh, maybe your hands in a position, a posture of receiving. These are Wednesday nights here at Awaken. These are Holy Spirit nights where we make room for God. We open ourselves up for Him to move, not just through us, but I feel tonight in us. Deep places, His voice, His presence, His holiness, His love. You know, we're in a reborn series right now, and I feel like God wants to make things new again, make things new again. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this, this sacred place. And we make this place sacred. We set ourselves apart to hear from you, to make room for you. We want our lives to embody and, and, and live for the things that you value, Holy Spirit. Uh, we, wanna, we wanna be people who are in tune with you, who've cultivated a hearing ear and eyes that see the things that you see and care about the things that you care about and obsess about the things that you obsess about and, and work on the things that, that you want to see done in the earth. And I pray that we would be a people that are fully awake, awake to the things of God. What's born of God, what's reborn overcomes the world. We need a spirit of overcoming in us. We, we need a spirit of fight and courage and faith and where we know who we are and we know what you've called us to do. We, Lord, we actually need you to bring us out of, of um, confusion and uncertainty and insecurity and we need to, you to bring us into identity. We, we need to be born of the spirit. We, we need to be revived in our spirit. We need to be full of the Holy Spirit and we ask and invite you tonight. Do something special. Do something that marks us tonight. Do, do something that reminds us of things you've said and things you've done and bring us back to you tonight. Holy Spirit, move. Move. We prophesy right now over this campus, over Balboa and Bejo as uh, coming together as one, as just power. I see unity in these two campuses. I see unity amongst these leaders and and don't, don't, you, you're not going to be able to have these nights together forever. And I say, enjoy, enjoy the unity of coming together. But, but I declare this, this is a campus of seed sowers that sow their best. They've always sowed their best. And we declare, Lord, reward, 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 reward the, the Balboa and the Bejo campus. And we honor you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for the things you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. High five a couple people. Give it up for our worship team. Wow. Wow. I want to say hi to all the folks in... Um, Idaho and everywhere else that was mentioned. <laughs> I just want to say to those of us in Idaho, uh, we got a lot of work to do. This is unbelievable what we're seeing here, what we're experiencing here, the quality, the anointing, the presence of God, the people. And so um, this is the campus, Idaho, that we want to duplicate 
And so just want you to know, um, get ready. We got work to do because it's, it's pretty fiery in here. I leaned over to Pastor John and I said, I thought we were doing pretty good. Uh, you guys have the greatest campus pastors. Uh, the greatest. I want you to know, for Pastor Melissa and I, who are quite picky and moderately difficult, I'd say, <laughs> we found a way to stay planted in this campus for the entire time we've been at Awaken. So we've been here for 12 years, and until we went to Boise, we, we felt like we could flourish under Pastor John and Pastor Becky. Yeah, and I want you to know it's because they're faithful, they're consistent, they love God, they're funny, they're brilliant, they dress the same, they like wear the same outfits. Such a phenomenal leader. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw Pastor John, and yeah, oh yeah. I've been known to f have a bromance or two. Because I'd come out of a church where we loved God, but the people were a little suspect. <laughs> My God, is this all you got? Like, there's got to be a better expression of you. Like, I feel less close to you around these people. Then I met Pastor John on the beach playing volleyball. A chiseled man, a specimen, six feet, great hair. I swear he hadn't had a carb in a decade. I said, I like this guy. I think I'm going to go another direction physically, but. <laughs> uh, it's, it's an unbelievable honor to be here. Um, and I just want to congratulate you guys for just staying in the game and being so faithful. Thank you for your modeling. Uh, so fun. We celebrate you and your brand new home. And, and it's a big win. And, um, you know, these guys are... Um, two of the most generous, not pastors in, in the whole church towards vision builders. They've been the biggest um, givers towards vision builders as campus pastors, as campus pastors. They push the boundaries on being generous. Um, and I just want you to know it's modeling. Leadership is not the books you read. It's the life you live. And these guys live the life. And um, so just want to say thank you. When we first um, launched, we launched on Easter Sunday, Almost the same time you guys launched Beho. And I forgive us if we're competing with Beho just a little bit. I can't help it, you know. We're just competitive by nature. But, um, but when we decided, like, when you're, when you're laying foundation in construction, we own a construction company as well, and you're very, very careful around those foundations, okay? Uh, what, what that foundation, what's in that foundation, the mix, the concrete mix, the rebar, the ingredients of that foundation determines what you get to build on. And when we were looking at, okay, we got all these incredible people, all these incredible ministers across Awaken, who do we want to be the first voice at Boise that's not Melissa or I or Pastor Jurgen? And any guesses? It was Pastor John Heinrichs. I'm just telling you. 
because of what's in him and who he is. He's not just a great preacher, but he's a great man. He's a great father and a great husband and a great leader. And he's a person that pushes the boundaries of the, the supernatural. He's one of the most courageous people I know when it comes to the spirit of God. And, and he came up there and he began to pour his, his DNA into our mix. And so what we get right now every Sunday is we have altars that see and encounter the power of God because of, because of what we've seen for, for 11 straight years, like it's normal for us, it's common for us. I just want you to know when we, when we were sitting up there a year ago when Pastor Yuri and Leanne had the audacity to ask us to move <laughs> to Boise, we didn't even know where it was. Like we were like, I think it's in Idaho. Like is, isn't Idaho, like is it next to Washington? Is it next, where, where is this? And, um, but once, once we heard and we knew that it was God, then we started dreaming about what could be. And I just want you to know, we would always sit right over here, right over here next to, we're usually right where Morgan and Jenny are, who we just flip and love, um, leaders. Me and Morgan had a 15 minute conversation today that lasted an hour and a half. If you've ever had one of those with him, I, pretty common. I asked him, what happens when you and Andre get together? <laughs> and they said about four hours happens. But I remember we would sit here, and, uh, and, and all we would say is, God, can we bring this to Boise? We don't know what Boise looks like, but we know it needs this. And I feel like our prayer to bring this, to bring what we've been in for 10, 11 years, he's answered our prayer. And never underestimate what you're sowing into. Never underestimate what you've determined to plant yourself in. <laughs> And our challenge to you is stay planted, stay consistent. Let God promote you. Let God reward you. Let God determine your calendar and your timeline and your season. Don't you determine your own season. Let God determine your season. Let God determine your season. In the meantime, plant yourself. Plant yourself. Serve. All right. Well, I got a fresh story, vision builder story. I'm glad you brought up vision builders. Um, the funny thing about vision builders, we weren't prepared for. That first year, we were like, this is, this is crazy. But then next year, guess what? They did it again. <laughs> we're like, what kind of church builds every year? What kind of church has the audacity to take territory every year? So we decided that, you know what, let's just... Let's be a part of it every year. What would happen if we hitched our life and our finances and our business um, and our heart above all things to building the kingdom every year? And so we got a fresh from, from this year. So come January, we had just moved out to Boise, not Boise, it's Boise. Um, we just moved out there, and um, Melissa gets this word from God, which I don't always love it when Melissa gets a word from God. Because well, I don't know why he won't speak to me first. Like, I mean, God, like, I, I feel like I spend as much time with you as she does. Like, what's the story? What's the scoop? I'm, I don't know. But anyway, he, she gets this word, like, we need to fulfill our Vision Builders pledge. And, um, and um, believe it or not, uh, I was like, I don't know about this. Um, but, you know after I went to prayer and asked God again why he 
revealed to her before me. He, he said, she's right, once again. And, uh, but we did it. We did it. And in January, we, we finished, because remember, um, Vision Builders is not what you, what you pledge. Pledging's easy. Pledging's free. Like, I have, an, I have a dream. I have a desire. I'm, fulfilling is where the miracles happen. I just want you to know. Fulfillment is where miracles happen, not in pledging. Not in pledging. Fulfillment is where miracles happen. And so, um, and I like pledging, but fulfilling is always like, wow, <laughs> shoot, this is really like now? <laughs> but we did it in January and we wrote that check and it, uh, the writing of it, it feels like that all the numbers are talking to you, you know, you don't want to do this. You're crazy. Don't you know the economies on this and that? And, but then once you give it, it's like, whew, you just feel this rush of peace and trust. Like you feel like, man, I'm not my own. I'm not out here on my own. And um, I'm not begging. I'm like connected and I have confidence. And, and show, so a week, a week later, I kid you not, um, we felt released to go look for a, a house. And we found this house. And we, we bought this dream home in um, Boise. And it's, uh, yeah, and it's. And it, it's on 61 acres overlooking the river. I know, I know. Hey, you know. <laughs> Get a little more land out there than you do here. <laughs> and I want you to know something about increase and being trusted with more is it takes a little bit of time to get on top of that, okay? And, and so I was out walking the property, and it was fine kind of in the, in the spring and in the winter. Or, you know, the, it didn't need as much water. But that's a lot of watering. Like, that's a lot of, like, irrigation. And so it's like middle of, this is, this is, this is pretty fresh, pretty fresh story. Um, we're in the middle of, um, I think it was July, borderline early August, and stuff's drying up everywhere. It's hot there. And, um, and so I'm like, what the heck? What's wrong with the water? Where's the water? And I found, like, this irrigation trench, and I started learning, like, farming terms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, the Bible's got a lot of agricultural analogies in it. I'm feeling pretty biblical now. I, I speak agriculture. So I'm out there, and I found the head gate. Anybody? Anybody with me? The head gate. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody just felt the spirit move right there. And I said head gate, canal, trench. <laughs> Did you feel that? You feel that? Yeah. I carry it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in me. It's who I am. But uh, we found the head gate, and there was plenty of water. It, that wasn't the issue. You know what I mean? There was tons of water at the source. And so then we started looking for all the different areas where that could hold up the water. And we found this giant like trench that was dug and designed to carry water. And the problem was um, it was full of weeds. And so it, the, there was plenty of water at the source. There wasn't any problems with, with any of the channels. It was just full, like somebody had neglected. Now, nobody planted the weeds. I've discovered about weeds is you don't have to plant them. They were dense. They were thick. And guess what they were doing? They were hindering. They were hindering the flow of water that had, there was plenty of water, plenty of water. And so 
we we hired our landscaper and said, hey, we need you to dig this um, or clear all these weeds. And I didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden, oh, things are turning green. You know what I discovered about grass? Even if you watered it last week, it's still thirsty. It needs more water. It's like, gosh, I just watered you. And what I, I feel like it's like kind of an analogy for life, you know. You're in church last week, and it's like, oh, my gosh. But now I need it again this week. That's why we don't miss church. I need, I need fresh water, fresh life. Can't rely on. So I have a word for, for us, for this campus, for this season, and it's kind of a private word. It's kind of a personal word. But this is our campus for 11 years, so we feel like we can. We share it with, like, maybe our Boise people and you guys. That's it. <laughs> it's my own journey right now because after we got the grass started to water, the Holy Spirit started to speak to me about my own life. And he said, there's plenty of flow for all the things that matter to you. There's plenty of power. There's plenty of life. There's plenty of source. But your life has things in it that are inhibiting the flow. And as a result, the things you care about are not optimized. They're not fully alive. And they might not be like dead, but there's a difference between dead and flourishing. And you could be anywhere along the spectrum of dead and flourishing. And, and I think what Jesus came is that you'd have life and life to the full. He wants full flow. He wants a full optimized life for you. He, he wants things green and abundant, not just barely alive. And I found a few of those areas that were just barely hanging on. And you can speak to them all you want. Oh, I declare you're coming to life. They're like, water me then. <laughs> a little water would do good. <laughs> I think that's what they said. I think that's how they talk. Um, <laughs> And so, through that season, I just felt challenged to, um, to examine my own heart, my own life as a leader, as a campus pastor now, still as a father, still as a business owner, still as a husband. I need a lot of water. There's a lot of things crying out for water and life. And as the head or the covering over all these things, the responsible one, Sometimes I'd prefer to not have any responsibility. You know what I mean? Even King David was like, oh, if I could just fly away and leave this all behind and go back to the pasture and care for a few sheep. But that's not, you don't get that choice as a leader. As a leader, it's like, no, 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 no. I would prefer sometimes to back away and not have to keep showing up. But yet, God, I know you've called me to lead, so therefore I need to keep going back to the source and find the water so that the people I'm responsible for you with me? Okay. So, getting some fresh flow. That's the, the name of this message. Fresh flow. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't want you to just... I don't want you to just tonight get encouraged. I want you to something to stir inside of you. I want the spirit in you to be stirred to go after the fresh, 
God has fresh for you, fresh for this campus, fresh for every leader, especially leaders. Leaders need to be the most refreshed because there's the most people depending on you. So it's not just you whose bucket is low, who's diminished of hope and encouragement. It's the people that you're actually called to irrigate that can be affected the most when you let your water levels get low, okay? And so I have a fresh acronym. Oh, it's fresh. If you know anything about me. It hasn't left. I thought when I became Farmer Colin that I, the acronyms would go away, but they haven't. They haven't. They've been fresh. They're getting stronger. Shorter, shorter, but stronger. So we found this word flow. Now, and just as I had to kind of reverse engineer how to get the water going, okay? We found at the head it was fine, but we had to kind of reverse engineer what was the problem. Because there was plenty of water, we're going to reverse engineer this message, and we're going to start with the W. You see what I mean? This, this, This may be has never been done before. A reverse acronym. Oh, Gosh, you had me at reverse acronym. We want to start with a couple scriptures before that. We're going to start in um, John 7, 37 through 39. This is says, uh, Jesus, on the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare Rivers, rivers of fresh living water will flow from his heart. When he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit, the Holy Spirit. Get this, who would be given to everyone believing in him. But the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. That was my music. That was on while I was trying to read that. I was like, that's background. (laughs) If you didn't hear it, go great. Now now you know it was on. Um, I want to read out of Proverbs 4.23. Watch over your heart with all Diligence. And I want you to see your heart as the canal by which rivers of living water are intended to flow through. Watch over your heart. See, this is what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He says, he says Colin, I've called you to more, and it feels a little heavy right now. But there is enough for everything that you care about to be well irrigated. But you have to watch over your heart with all diligence so that it can flow, carry the rivers of life, okay? All right. All right, we'll, we'll just go there for now. We're going we're gonna to pause there, and we're going to get to the reverse acronym. The W that is in flow is fresh weeds. And I want to talk about a few of those weeds. Most of the weeds in my in my trench, in my irrigation canal, were not like bad. They weren't like evil 
wasn't like gross, you know, misdemeanor, might land me in jail type stuff, okay? Most of them were distractions. They were common things, like things that, that aren't bad, but they had just gotten crowded. They were just beginning to crowd, okay? I have apps on my phone, okay? And that phone was a smartphone, and I needed to turn it into a stupid phone, because it did too many things, and therefore I found myself, like, living on it. And as a result, it was sucking up my time and my energy and my attention. There's nothing wrong with this. This can be a tool, but can also be a toy. And I felt like it was a little more, a little more toy-oriented. Anybody have any teenage sons that get you addicted on their game? And now it's become your game. And now you're sitting on the toilet with your feet numb because you've been playing it for an hour. Yeah, you got the high score, but everything in your garden is dead. Well done. Well done. Big Daddy 7, well done. Talk about a legacy. Got Josiah's friends are hitting me up to play Clash on. They're like, hey, I heard your dad's pretty good at Clash. I'm like, should I be proud of this? Is this something that I... They're like talking smack to Josiah's dad because he's good at Clash. Flipping A. I am pretty good at it, Maverick. I don't know where you're at. Maverick knows. He's tried me out. He's tried. He gave it a shot. <laughs> but what, was, what, what happened was I started realizing that that, coupled with a few other things, was causing, like, my trench to be full of distractions. Distractions. Listen, none of those things are horrible unless you want flow. It depends on what you want. Like, what do you want out of life? Do you, you, it's permissible, just not beneficial. It's like, it, it's not evil. It's just not beneficial. And so I had to go clear a bunch of distractions. That was just one example. There was about seven things like that, you know. I like the Daily Wire. I like conservative news. I like, I, and I, you know, and I find myself, get up in the morning, like, check it out, see what's going on. Same article from yesterday, recycled, like, three times. Not like a whole lot of new stuff's going on, right? But as a result, my trench is full of fresh weeds. Now, once I cleared the weeds, I started to see the water flow. I was like, wow, what a concept. It was flowing naturally. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to speak to it. I didn't have to prophesy to it. I didn't have to say, come on, water, you got this, you got this, you got I just cleared away the obstructions, and the water naturally started flowing, okay? But as it started flowing, it started revealing a few things that were a little deeper, a few weeds that were kind of tainting the water's supply, like bitterness. I'm going to tell you right now, the one thing that will hinder the flow of the Spirit of God. We're after the Holy Spirit right now. It's bitterness and unforgiveness. And I started realizing I've already forgiven that person. That's why Jesus is like, yeah, 70 times seven. Like it's come back around and now, you know, we're watching like the live feed from Boise and, and I can see the back of somebody's head and I'm mad. I'm like, what? It wasn't your head, actually, Pastor John, by the way. Because I like the back of your head, you know. In fact, I want to see more of it in every picture. We're like, hey, John, where's, where's the back of your head picture? 
But it's just interesting, like a change of circumstance, a change of leadership, and a change of structure, a change of of, um, pressure put on you, expectation put on you. All of a sudden, you can start to look at people differently. You can look at people that used to be your best friends. Now, all of a sudden, they're competitors. Or and and I was realizing, like stuff in my heart wasn't just distraction. Some of it was bitterness unhealthy rejection, unhealthy competition. And, and so I had to start doing some work on uprooting. Listen, the problem with bitterness is it might not hinder the flow, but it'll hinder the quality of the water. Oh, man, it'll poison the water. It'll make the water just like, ooh, that doesn't taste right. Gosh, I want people when they taste the life that you and I carry to feel like, wow, it's pure, it's It's pure. It's motivated by love. It's motivated by truth. It's motivated by humility. It's motivated by serving, not striving. It's motivated by approval, not not performance, okay? And I started finding all of these roots deep down there that that were governing and driving the quality of water that was coming through me. And I'd get off some phone calls and be like, ooh, that was gross. I remember I went to this meeting with this developer and he was way bigger than our company, and I was sitting in there, and I was just like, I don't know if you've ever done this. You got out of a meeting, and you felt like you needed to take a shower, but you're the one who stinks. <laughs> and I just found myself striving, trying to perform, trying to prove who I was, trying, trying to, like, talk about our company in a light and make it sound really cool, and, 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 and instead of just being humble and, and celebrating this guy's success and, and learning from him. I just felt all this rejection, all this pride, all these weeds that were in my heart that were hindering the flow. And so what I want us to understand as a people to have a healthy flow, it's not just about quality, it's about quantity. And so I've had to go and do a little bit of work. So my question to us here is, what's in your heart? Are you looking after your heart with all diligence because from it flows the springs of living water? There's plenty of water for you. There's plenty of God's grace and goodness and power that's designed to water your life, your garden, and flow through you to others. But are you a person who's filled your life, your time with distractions or, like me, actually allowed some bitterness to take root? What all, all we want to do, and we're going to have an opportunity to do that tonight, is we want to we want to address it. We want to address it. I want you to know if there's somebody in your mind when I say the word bitterness and you just know who it is, they're in here. And, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, you know who you are. I mean, listen, like, like <laughs> you just deal with it. Like, like, like bring it to God. Like, hey, God, I need help here. I need help here. Tired of John not having any flipping flab on his body. I know he's like, you know, takes care of himself, but it's not fair and it's not right. <laughs> Got to work so hard and I don't even get the same results. I don't even think he eats that healthy. I seen him eat a hamburger and fries the other day. Like, guys, it's not even fair. <laughs> I'm on keto for like the 13 month out of 11 somehow. <laughs> I started and ended keto again. My legs got skinnier. Nothing else. No, nothing else got better. It's not fair, and I'm bitter. Anyway, thanks, Pastor John. Keeping my heart so pure. 
Next thing, the O that we want is a fresh obsession. A fresh obsession. Listen, it's not enough to clear. It's not enough. It's not sometimes what you pull away. It's what you put in. And I just have had this obsession with the Holy Spirit. And I was like, I'm going to go somewhere I've never gone before. I want to do some things I've never done before. I've never prayed in the Spirit for an hour a day. I'm like, I don't know anybody who's doing that, but I'm going to do it. I could do anything for 40 days. And I was thinking of reverse engineering. My birthday's coming up, and I was like, I'm going to take 40 days, and from my birthday, I'm going to work backward and decide where do I want to be on my birthday? What kind of momentum do I want to have coming into my birthday? And so I reverse engineered my life, and I decided I'm going to start a fresh obsession, and I'm going to get the flow turned on in my life. And I, I don't know if I could go for a straight hour, so I said, I'll try 15 minutes. So I'm like, 15 minutes, and all of a sudden, I'm like building up this muscle and turning on this flow. I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what, and all of a sudden, it's not, it's not just the absence of weed. It's like I'm like priming a pump that's getting life and wisdom and potency into my life and into my heart. And, and the first day was really good. The second day was really good. And, and then I started doing something I've never done before. I'm going to watch the sunrise every day for 40 days. We're an hour later in Boise, so it's only like 7.15. It's not even that early, but it still feels manly. Living on a farm with a head gate and a trench up on watching the... Ah! I'm a man! Finally used the wench on my Jeep, John Mack, for the first time. Came home from men's prayer like, I'm going to drag a tree across the road. from Idaho. <laughs> but the reality is I'm cultivating a fresh obsession with the person of the Holy Spirit. The person of the Holy The only one who's on the planet right now, by the way. The Father is in heaven. Jesus the Son is seated at his right hand. He went away and sent the only part of the Godhead that dwells on the earth who happens to dwell in you and me, and you and I have an opportunity to turn the flow of his power on, and it won't come to someone who's not obsessed with him. I'm 30 days into this thing, and I just can't imagine stopping. I, I can't. It's like it's taking me over. It's better than Clash Royale, believe it or not. People around me are benefiting because there's life coming through me. Big Daddy 7-7 has got some flow. All right, all right, let me keep going here. We're going to finish this up. The L. The L. Fresh lines. I saw this picture. This morning, I've never seen this. I've never preached this. I've never seen this before. But on the way here to staff meeting, I saw, um, I don't know if you've ever seen like a sports field where they used to chalk the lines. And uh, I saw the lines had grown faded through time, through time. And uh, 
what I saw was it's very dangerous if you don't have boundary lines around your life. Water is designed to flow in rivers which have banks, which have boundaries. And if you allow your boundary lines to get faded, you can start to allow people to walk in onto things that they shouldn't be in, like your private time with God. Sorry, I'm not having a meeting right now. We have to schedule that for 9 a.m. 7 a.m. is my sunrise time, my shadrachadada. You can't come into that time. I got a fresh chalk line, a fresh boundary line, and it's, you see what I mean? And the moment you start identifying things that are priorities, the devil comes as an angel of light, masquerading as, uh, it's just funny, the one client who hasn't called you for two months wants to meet at 7 a.m. It's like, sorry, sorry, I know this. We're going to do, we'll meet. Can you do 11? You, you see what I mean? It's a, where's my source coming from? Fresh, fresh lines, fresh lines. Fresh boundaries. You and I need to clear, have clear boundaries. Um, there's so much more on that boundary line. But I do feel part of health is knowing how to say no. Your greatest yes oftentimes is a no. Not saying yes to something new so you can say yes to something you already said yes to. Don't be a yes man or a yes woman. Yeah. Finally, the F that is in the word flow is fresh fuel and fresh fire. And that's kind of how we want to close down tonight. I want to open the altars up. And I want you to locate yourself in your own ditch with your own life and your own responsibilities and the fact that there's plenty of water for you. God wants your life irrigated. He came that you'd have life and have it to the full. He has no desire for you to have lack, no desire for you to have dry places, no desire for you to be underutilized or under-optimized. He has every desire and paid the highest price for you to access his absolute fullness and best. But you and I need to cultivate an obsession to see him turn the flow back on. The head gate is open in this room tonight. The, the, that God wants to move here at these altars. Now listen, a lot of times, Friday, uh, Wednesday nights we have the, the prayer team, but, but what I want is I actually want the prayer team at the altar. I, I want every leader here hungry and, and going after God. So we're going to play through a song. And, and during this time, what I want you to do is just identify your own heart. And there's, these altars will be full, but wherever you are, make where you are an altar to recalibrate your life, reevaluate your life, start removing. Maybe you, you're going to come out of here like I did and said, okay, I got to make some changes. I got to make a couple minor changes. It wasn't even massive. Amazing how two or three little changes can get the flow turned on in your life. Yeah, I do miss Clash a little bit, Maverick. I do. Sorry, you've been friend requesting me and I haven't been responded. You see, I got a fresh chalk line around it. I'm not letting you in. I'm not saying like it doesn't come with a little bit of expense. But what I'm saying is the reward is the flow is turning on. I think a lot of us here, 
a lot of us here, the issue isn't that God's not for us. It's we haven't made time for him. We haven't carved out time. Men's prayers become optional. Men's prayers become optional. What if for 40 days you said it's not an option? While I get the, the pump primed, while I get the pump primed for 40 days, it's not optional. What do you need for the next season to be not optional so you can turn the flow back on? It's, it's his will that your life is in revival. It's his will that your life is full of living water. It's his, he paid the price for you to access his fullness. Okay, so as, as we get into worship here, I'm gonna ask you, to respond to God somehow, some way. Maybe, maybe. One of the things we're seeing in Boise, like week in and week out, is people getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit. In fact, why don't we all stand? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Position your heart. Position your heart. The worship's been so good in here. It's going to be so easy. And let God speak to you. Listen. My trench is different than your trench. There might be similarities, but God is interested in water flowing through you. But I want you to allow him to examine your heart. He's the one who wants rivers of living water to flow through you. Will you allow it? Will you partner with him? Will you uproot some things? Maybe you're bitter too. Maybe you don't even like me. I found that I'm like, hey, I'll sometimes meet guys at men's prayer. They're like, yeah, I didn't like you for like a whole year. I'm like, how could you not like me? You know who it is that you need to forgive or at least start the process of forgiving. For me, I've been asking the Holy Spirit to help me. I'm like, I don't even know how to let this go. It's stupid. I shouldn't even be holding. It happened like seven years ago. Why is it still here? I don't even want it here. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me. Help me. You with me? All right, we're going to come in to some worship, worship team. Let me just pray for us. Holy Spirit, we just want to thank you for your presence in this room, for your call on the people in this room. And I just declare that you're calling your people into encounters with you. You're calling your people into a life that's full of living water, full of fire, full of fuel, full of power, full of freshness, a fresh season, a fresh season for every leader in this room. I'm going to stay up here.
Hey, uh, obviously there's a great hunger. There's a great appetite. That's good. The good news about God is you can take him with you. In fact, I really want to challenge you to move from a place of corporate seeking to a place of private seeking. I'm telling you, the, the secret, Jesus said, go in your room, close the door, spend time with me. And I charge us, Balboa, Bejo, to be a people who set their lives apart to spend time with God, to spend time with the Holy Spirit, to be made new, revived, made in his image and in his likeness. That comes by spending time with him. And I declare over these campuses, these are critical campuses for Awaken. They've always been from day one, the most sending campuses. The people that Balboa has sent into Boise are full of the Holy Spirit, full of faith, faithful, passionate, revivalists. And I declare an appetite for the things of God stirring on the inside of us. Real quick, we're going to end right here, the last 30 seconds. Put your hand on your heart. And I want you to begin to see your heart like a well just beginning to produce water, fresh water. Fresh water. I want you to see it with your, your, with your eyes. I want you to see it with your mind. Water beginning to flow out of you. How much do you want? How much do you want? How much water? How much life? How much capacity for life do you want? I declare, it starts with appetite. I declare a fresh appetite and a hunger coming on these campuses, these specific campuses. The leaders in this room on a Wednesday night, a fresh appetite, especially you leaders, you that are leaders, you that are pastors, you that oversee connect groups, fresh fire, fresh. You're leading from the front, tip of the spear, people going hard after God, not because you have to, because you want to, because you're hungry, because you know there's more. And we just declare right now the drawing of God through your life, in Jesus' name. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.